0: You're listening to petliferadio.com Welcome to Animaltopia on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Robert Semro. Thank you for listening. Today's show features a glimpse into the real home and image of Team Jacob from the Twilight series, as well as a freedom flight by an orange dog to save 45 dogs. And we finish with the stories of a hero rabbit, proof that black rhinos can indeed fly, and a quick woof for a hot dog. So stay tuned. We'll be right back after these messages from our sponsors. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well... 4 to be exact. Go to PetMeds.com forward slash Lucky L-U-C-K-Y to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more at PetMeds.com like your business to reach out and invite in our audience. We have a brand new trademark concept called InfoSeeds. InfoSeeds are short 20 second seeds of information about your place of business, practice or service is the best, most cost-effective way to invite us in. We only have a limited number of slots left. For more information, visit the website, PetLifeRadio.com. Click on Sponsorship Information. There you can listen to a sample of InfoC. Remember, only a limited number of opportunities are available. Coast to coast and around the world, it's all behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do. And get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. Welcome back to Animaltopia on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Robert Semro, and I have some fun and unique things to share with you today. Today, we pay a visit to Team Jacob from the Twilight movies. As moviegoers gear to side up with either Team Edward or Team Jacob, we've decided to visit the real inspiration for the images that have become Team Jacob, not to mention the wolf images from many other movie and television wolves you've seen. Before we start, let me share a few important and fun wolf facts. There are two wolf species in North America, the gray wolf and the red wolf. Wolves are highly intelligent animals. A wolf's sense of smell is 100 times greater than a human's. The average length of a wolf is 5 to 6.5 feet. A wolf's hearing is at least 16 times sharper than a human's. Wolves can hear a sound as far as 6 miles away in the forest and 10 miles away in open country. The average weight for a wolf is 60 to 175 pounds. The average lifespan of a wolf is between 8 and 16 years. The number of teeth the average wolf has is 42. Some wolves will travel up to 20 miles a day in search for food and they can travel at an average speed of 5 miles an hour or travel in short bursts as fast as 35 miles an hour for a short distance. Wolves have sophisticated communication systems that employ scent marks, vocalizations, posturing, facial expressions, and rituals. Wolves not only howl, but also bark, yap, whine, and growl. Wolves howl to advertise their presence or position, to greet one another, to rally the pack, and to attract a mate. The most common misperception of wolves is that they are bloodthirsty, vicious killers who kill indiscriminately. As our first guest will prove to you, that is wildly inaccurate. As she's told me, wolves are shy and try to avoid humans when possible. And I'll finish with this. Sorry, movie thriller fans. The truth is, wolves do not howl at the moon. So let's get started. We didn't have to go to Vancouver or Washington to visit the wolves from Twilight. No, we just needed to make an hour-long trek east of Los Angeles to an unforgettable place called Wolf Mountain Sanctuary. Wolf Mountain Sanctuary is located in the Lucerne Valley of California. It is a nonprofit educational organization that is dedicated to the preservation, protection, and proper management of wolves in the wild and in captivity. Their purpose is to save these noble and great animals from extinction. The sanctuary serves as a place for these animals that would otherwise face euthanasia as well as a place for education. You can find the founder, Tanya Littlewolf, and her volunteers at various events and outings educating the public about these animals, often with some of the wolves in attendance. Wolf Mountain Sanctuary is unique in many wonderful ways, from the founder and leader of the sanctuary, Tanya Littlewolf, to being one of the few sanctuaries that allows human interaction with the wolves themselves. It's an experience that will move you in many ways. It's not uncommon to see a visitor receiving a wolf kiss or rubbing of a wolf cheek. To be that close and to be able to look into their eyes and feel their penetrating looks is an experience that is rare and should be treasured. We made the recent trip out to the Wolf Mountain Sanctuary and needless to say we were moved by our experience. The sanctuary is home to several breeds of wolves including the Mountain Black, White Arctic Tundra, Mackenzie Timber, Alaskan Timber, Alaskan Gray, and a few British Columbian Black Wolves. As I mentioned, Wolf Mountain Sanctuary allows the visitors to have an interaction with the wolves, which is very unique. Upon arrival, we knew we were in for a moving experience as you could hear some of the wolves howling and communicating. It certainly sets the mood for an experience that you won't soon forget. Tanya and her family members are also welcoming and caring. They are all happy to educate you about the wolves and their interesting features and habits. The wolves are all in separate areas for their own safety and care. It is an interesting place that immediately draws you in as you see the wolves eyeing you and watching you interact with Tanya and the others. They are very aware of Tanya's presence and command of the entire facility. The wolves can be boisterous and compete for attention and their place in the pack. It is just fascinating to watch them as they go about their daily activities. And again, to be able to be this close, literally inches in some cases, is incredible. Each of the wolves has a wonderful story and Tanya and the dedicated volunteers are happy to share them with you. We spent some time with Ishta Pasuta, which means medicine eyes. He's a healer wolf and his eyes change several different colors. We experienced the eye color change phenomena in person as Ishtas' eyes changed from gray to blue to green to yellow, then back to gray. Ishtas, while being more than 185 pounds, moved with grace and was also very gentle around Tanya and myself. Ishtas and Yatu were combined together digitally to create the wolf image that is Jacob from the Twilight movies. The other wolves were also used to create many of the other characters that you see in the Twilight movie. Tanya also shared a few incredible stories about Ishta and the other healer wolves that she has rescued. She told us one story in particular that caught my attention. It was about a husband and a wife who visited the sanctuary. One of the healer wolves came over and touched the man's stomach area with its nose. Not thinking much about it, they moved on to visit another wolf, who was also considered by Tanya to be a healer wolf. And that wolf also put its nose on the same spot. The woman asked Tanya what it meant, and she suggested that they visit a doctor and have that area looked at. A few days later, after the visit, the wife convinced the husband to visit the doctor and have that area checked out. The doctor discovered the man had cancer in that area, and they began immediate treatment. The man and woman still visit the sanctuary regularly and believe in the wolves' abilities. Tanya also shared with us the heartbreaking reality of wolves and wolf hybrids. She told us that the sanctuary had received more than 300 calls in just the previous six months from people who had figured out that they could not handle a wolf as a pet or the wolf hybrids that they had purchased as pets. While it should be obvious that wolves are a wild animal and should not be a pet, Most people are unaware that wolves cannot eat the dog food that you find at a store. In fact, wolves must have lamb, chicken, rice, red meat, apples, carrots, and potatoes almost daily. Additionally, they must have rabbit as it is needed for their intestinal and digestive tract. Another note about hybrids that Tanya shared was that wolves are shy and tend to avoid people out in nature. When they are bred with dogs, that shyness is often lost. If the hybridization produces an aggressive offspring, it can be very dangerous. This can produce hybrids that are more aggressive than pure wolves and more unpredictable than domestic dogs. Tanya and the Wolf Mountain Sanctuary also work with other animal organizations, including Saving America's Horses. The story of what is happening to these majestic wild horses is horrifying and tragic, and I would urge all of you to look into it. The Wolf Mountain Sanctuary is open to the public for visits with the wolves, though you are urged to call ahead to make a reservation. The Wolf Mountain Sanctuary also has many celebrity fans and visitors as well, including Jada Pinkett Smith, Willow Smith, the Sons of Anarchy cast, Michael Trevino from the hit show Vampire Diaries, and many more. And while the attention they bring to the sanctuary and the support they've given helps, the cost to run the sanctuary continues to escalate. You can help support their wonderful efforts by visiting the sanctuary and spending some time with the wolves themselves. Or you can visit their website. The website address for Wolf Mountain Sanctuary is wolfmountain.com. As always, you can find links and more information about the Wolf Mountain Sanctuary at our website, animaltopians.com. Coming up next, we'll take a freedom flight with an orange dog, hear about a hero rabbit, I'll share proof that black rhinos can indeed fly, Albeit upside down, and we'll give a quick woof for a hot dog. So stay tuned, we'll be right back after these messages from our sponsors. Sit, stay, we'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. The Boo Boo Loon Pet Recovery Collar is an innovative inflatable product that comfortably restricts pets from harming most surgical wounds, skin disorders, and obsessive licking or scratching. It's the humane alternative to the hard plastic cone and other devices. The Boo Boo Loon is easy to use and designed to be soft, fully adjustable, and pillow-like, allowing for unrestricted vision and complete freedom of movement. Sizes range from extra small to extra large. So join the Boo Lution. Become a Boo Boo Buddy on Facebook or check out boo boo B-O-O-B-O-O-L-O-O-N.com. B-O-O-B-O-O-L-O-O-N.com. My pets. The new single by Mark Winter, available on iTunes. Hey guys, this is Skyler Samuel. Hi, this is Rochelle from the Twilight franchise. Hey, what's going on? It's Tyler James Williams from Everybody Needs Christmas. Hey guys, it's Caroline Sunshine from the new movie *Marmaduke*. You are listening to the amazing, unstoppable, Kristen Powers. Pets Rock. Pets Rock. Pets Rock. Pets Rock. Pets Rock rock on Pet Life Radio. Hey, everyone. This is Kristen Powers of Pets Rock at Pet Life Radio. We'll see you next time. Every week, on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Pets Rock! Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLiferadio.com. Pet <laughs> well, welcome back to Animal on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Robert Simro. Thank you for staying with us. Our next story is about a wonderful person giving an extra effort to save the lives of thousands of animals in a unique way. Orange Dog Inc. is a nonprofit organization. The founder of the organization is Jan Folk. I sat down with Jan in the photographer's studios when she returned from her latest Freedom Flight. What is a Freedom Flight, you ask? It's what Jan and her organization have done now six times. Each time, Jan and her organization have taken small breed dogs from overcrowded shelters in California, where rates of euthanasia are extremely high, and flown those dogs to freedom, or salvation in this case, to an adoption site in Canada. The Freedom flights were started in 2009 by Jan and Orange Dog Inc., which flies the shelter dogs to their new forever homes in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Jan had retired from a successful career in the insurance industry and was inspired to help animals. She threw herself into it by setting up an online store featuring dog products with 100% of the purchases going toward the animal charity efforts. After some encouragement from fellow Edmonton Humane Society board members, she agreed to the first Freedom Flight, which would bring some small breed dogs up there for an adoption event. The first flight had 65 dogs, and the reception and adoption success turned it into an ongoing effort. The largest flight had 114 dogs, because as Jan admits, she just couldn't say no to any of the dogs in need. Jan believes in this so much that she financed the first five flights herself. Her efforts are now also helped by corporate sponsors who are happy and inspired to be a part of this wonderful effort. She has typically done the flights around a special day her birthday, Canadian Thanksgiving, Valentine's Day, and other holidays. As Jan explained to us, the process is not easy, but it is well worth it. It begins with Jan working with a number of the Southern California agencies to identify the dogs that will go on the next flight. The agencies then go through to make sure the animals are healthy, socialized, and prepared for the journey ahead. After a few months, the day for the flight arrives. The dogs arrive at the airport and are loaded onto the airplane. And while you might expect chaos and a lot of barking, it's quite the opposite. Jan and her volunteers have learned from each flight, and it is now a very calm and quick transition from drop-off to plane loading. Jan also feels that part of the reason maybe the animals are calm on the flights because they know they are going to be adopted and find their forever homes. When the dogs, dubbed the California Canine Cuties by the Canadian press, arrive, there is already a line up around the block to adopt them. The adoption process takes about four hours as the shelter takes great care to make sure that the right people are found for these dogs. One of the wonderful side benefits of this event is that the dogs and cats at the shelters that are already there are also seen by so many people. On this last flight's event, 25 large breed dogs from the Canadian shelter were also adopted, as well as a number of cats. So this event raises the awareness and opportunity for these animals as well to find forever homes. And while these abandoned animals all have sad stories, one of the saddest aspects that Jan shared with me about this last group is that about half of them were owner-relinquished dogs. It's tragic that animals that had a home could not stay in that home with the people they knew. With that in mind, the efforts continue by Jan and her organization. In 2010, Jan opened a restaurant in Huntington Beach, California called the Orange Dog Bar and Grill that hosts many benefit events for her charity efforts. Jan also works with other animal charities in their efforts as she is truly an animal topian. For more information on Jan, Orange Dog Inc., Orange Dog Bar and Grill, or the Freedom Flights, you can visit orangedog.ca. Again, that's orangedog.ca. Or you can visit our website at animaltopians.com for more information. Here's a few stories forwarded to us by listeners, and we really appreciate it. Don't forget, you too can share your Animaltopian stories on our toll-free Animaltopia Share Your Story hotline at 855-264-6258. Again, that's 855-264-6258. Or you can do what I do and just remember 855-Animaltopians. We often read about a dog or a cat saving an owner's life, but you almost never hear or read about a heroic rabbit. That is until now. In Ketchikan, Alaska, this rabbit rescue went down. There was an early morning fire that broke out in a residence. The rabbit was apparently aware of the fire. So it jumped on the homeowner's bed and began scratching the woman's chest until she woke up. Realizing there was a fire, the homeowner and her daughter escaped to safety. Sadly, the rabbit did not. It had succumbed to smoke inhalation. Another story sent to us via the Animaltopian Share Your Story hotline may have many people, including myself, saying, I've seen everything when I've seen a black rhinoceros fly, especially when they fly upside down hanging by their ankles. Yet in South Africa, you may just see that happening. There is an effort underway in South Africa to help save and relocate endangered black rhinos some 1,000 miles away. This is being accomplished in an unusual, though experts say a safer way. After having been sedated, medically inspected, and secured, the rhinos are being transported hanging upside down, blindfolded, and secured by a helicopter. They are being relocated from heavy poaching areas to safer areas. It's tragic that already more than 341 rhinos have been killed this year. This black rhino effort has been undertaken by the World Wildlife Fund and the South African local government agencies in charge. The rhinos are sedated and prepared for their less than 10-minute helicopter ride that is more gentle on the rhinos than previous efforts as it lessens the stress on the animals with less time that the rhinos must be kept asleep on drugs and it also avoids the often treacherous terrain transportation risks as well. The results so far have shown no ill effects on the rhinos. The World Wildlife Fund says that the ankle airlifts are much safer than the other methods of transports for rhinos in these remote areas. You know, South Africa has fewer than 2,000 black rhinos, and there are fewer than 5,000 left across the entire continent. So far, close to 120 black rhinos have been translocated in this project. Kudos to those involved for all of their efforts to protect this endangered species and coming up with new and inventive ways, and especially safe ways, to accomplish what may have been thought impossible in the past. I want to finish this episode with a note of congratulations to a friend and a true animaltopian, Justin Rudd and his organization Hot Dogs, that's H-A-U-T-E, Dogs, who put on an incredible howl Aween Parade, an event recently. They had more than 500 registered costume dogs for the parade in Belmont Shore, a community in Long Beach, California. The hour-long parade features some of the most creative costumes and floats for animals that you've ever seen. This animal event is a highlight for animal lovers and not to be missed if you are in the Southern California area around Halloween. The event raised a lot of money for the animal efforts that his charity, Community Action Team, does throughout the year with an emphasis on spay and neutering programs. Their attempt to set a world record certainly drew crowds. And while the final numbers have not been confirmed, Justin and his volunteers succeeded in putting together another great event that any Animal Topian can appreciate and be proud of. Keep up the great work, Justin. I'm looking forward to attending an even better event next year. Do you have a great animal story you'd like to share with us? Please contact us on our toll-free Share Your Animal Topian Story Hotline at 855-264-6258. Again, that's 855-264- Six two five eight, Or do what I do and just remember, 855-ANIMALTOPIANS. You can also email your stories to us or other stories like you've just heard through our website at rsemro at animaltopians.com. Again, that's animaltopians with an S dot com. For Animal Topia, Pet Life Radio, and all those who make this possible, I'm your host, Robert Semro, saying... I'm proud to be an topian, and I look forward to sharing more stories with you soon. Take care, everyone. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.